This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome to the Padres Postgame Show on the Padres Radio Network. Coming up, we'll deliver a full recap of today's game with highlights. Plus, we'll take you down to the manager's office to hear from Bob Melvin. And we'll give you an update on scores from around Major League Baseball. The Padres Postgame Show starts now on the Padres Radio Network. Here's the 3-1 and one to Tatis. San Fernando hits it in the air to deep left field. Juan's going back. He's at the wall. He will leap. It's going to go. A home run again for Fernando Tatis Jr. Juan went back to the fence, and the gold glove left fielder nearly took it away. But Fernando is homered for the second consecutive game, and the Padres take a 1-0 lead. The Fernando Tatis Jr. show on full display here tonight at Petco Park as the Padres beat the Cleveland Guardians 5-0 as they take game two of this three-game series here in downtown San Diego. Sam Levitt with you on our post-game coverage from inside the loft here at the Western Metal Building at Petco Park. Great to have you with us on this Wednesday evening. Final totals for the Padres, five runs, nine hits, no errors, and for Cleveland, no runs, five hits, and no errors. Padres improved to 33 and 34. Cleveland drops to 31 and 36. A lot to do on our postgame coverage. We'll hear from El Nino. I caught up with Fernando Tatis Jr. on the field right after the game. What a night for him. We'll also hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin at a town scoreboard and much, much more to get to as we wrap this one up. The Padres with another very good win here at Petco Park tonight. You heard the Fernando Tatis Jr. leadoff home run, the 11th leadoff home run into Tatis's career already that's already a new Padres franchise record as of tonight that was just the start of the home run barrage for the Padres Fernando went deep Manny Machado went deep Juan Soto went deep and Nelson Cruz late in the game went deep and then Michael Waka on the mound was absolutely terrific six and two-thirds scoreless innings en route to his seventh win of the year a lot to break down, a lot to tell you about. What a night for Fernando. It wasn't just the home run. Doubles, stolen bases, run scored, an outstanding defensive play on a throw in the ninth inning. He simply did it all here tonight. Stole the show, and then when you talk about Juan Soto, the home run, and Manny Machado, the home run, Xander Bogarts had a couple of hits. This was the kind of offensive night with the superstars you dreamt of when the Padres made the trade last summer for Juan Soto, when they signed Xander Bogarts in the offseason, and the Padres all of a sudden just a single game below 500. They have won five of six and 
no doubt a much better brand of baseball as of late. We'll break it all down. We have our post-game recap and radio highlights for you when we come back. Again, we'll hear from Fernando and Padres manager Bob Melvin as the Padres win game two of this three-game series, 5 nothing, and now they'll go for a series sweep tomorrow here at Petco Park. Our post-game show gets it all rolling from downtown San Diego when we come back on the Padres Radio Network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Our post-game show continues here on the Padres Radio Network. Final score here tonight at Petco Park, the Padres 5, and the Guardians nothing as the Padres have won the first two games of this three-game series against Cleveland. Padres now just a single game below 500 at 33-34 and 34 with the win. The Padres have now won 5 of 6, 6 of 8. They moved to 8-4 and four in the month of June, and no doubt the Padres maybe, just maybe, starting to go on some kind of role here the offense here tonight terrific four home runs led by Fernando Tatis Jr. who led off the game with a home run for San Diego his 11th career leadoff home run that set the tone later in the game Juan Soto a home run Manny Machado a home run Nelson Cruz a home run and uh, all in all a very very good uh, night for the Padres both offensively and on the pitching side of things Sam Levitt with you on our post-game coverage from inside the lofts here at the Western Metal Building at Petco Park plenty of people people here finishing up their beers finishing up their games of pool i see a lot of hawaiian shirt giveaways uh being worn throughout uh, the loft right now everybody having a good time and why not as the padres get a very good win the big story in this game here tonight well, really a, a couple of big stories, and we'll get to them all. Michael Waka was terrific once again, six and two-thirds scoreless innings, but it was Fernando Tatis Jr. who stole the show. A leadoff home run. A couple of doubles, stolen bases, runs scored, an outstanding crafty play in right field in the ninth inning uh, to pick off a runner rounding first base on a base hit to right field. It was just a sensational night for Fernando Tatis Jr. The image you needed to see was Fernando after uh, that uh, call was confirmed at first base. In fact, I, I can't remember if the umpire said it, it stood or it was confirmed, but the runner was out at first base in the ninth inning. Fernando taking off his hat and bowing to the crowd in right field. I mean, he just stole the show here tonight. I caught up with Fernando Tatis Jr. right after the game. Fernando, what a performance. A home run, double, stolen bases, run scored. What was the key to you impacting the game in so many ways here tonight? Just bringing it every single day. You know, I feel like I've been saying I can do every single part of this game. It's a matter of fact, it's just been staying healthy and bringing it every single day to the ballpark. And then the play in right field in the ninth inning. I mean, do you practice that? You tricked him. You got him at first base. I mean, he was going, then he pushed back, and I, I, you know, I was just looking at him and just trying to make a good play at the time. 
you had the first home run, then Manny, then Juan, Xander Bogarts, a couple of hits. What's the potential of this lineup if you or all do what you did here tonight? I mean, if we can bring it together, man, there's no limit for us. Uh, you know, I just, I just gonna put it out there. If we can bring it, bring it every single day like this, keep it up with our work ethic. There's no limit for us. Fernando, great job tonight. Thanks so much. Thank you. That was Fernando Tatis Jr. right after the game. Again, Fernando, three for four, couple of doubles, a home run, an RBI, two runs scored, Juan Soto a home run, Manny Machado a home run, Xander Bogarts had a couple of hits in this game. So again, the top four in the lineup, the superstars, Tatis, Soto, Machado, and Bogarts all had a major impact on this ball game here tonight. But a lot to tell you about beyond what the big four did. Let's get to it with our game highlights. Let's go through the biggest moments from today's game with our game highlights presented by the new El Cajon Ford Commercial Service Center, servicing all Fords up to F-750s and motorhomes. For a second consecutive night, the Padres wasted no time against the Cleveland Guardians starting pitcher. Fernando Tatis Jr. led off in the bottom of the first inning against Aaron Savali. Here's the 3-1 to Tatis, and Fernando hits it in the air to deep left field. Juan's going back. He's at the wall. He will leap. It's going to go. A home run again for Fernando Tatis Jr. Juan went back to the fence, and the gold glove left fielder nearly took it away. But Fernando has homered for a second consecutive game, and the Padres take a 1-0 lead. Fernando Tatis Jr.'s 14th home run of the season, his second in as many nights in his 11th career. Leadoff home run, a new Padres franchise record. The score was still 1-0 when Manny Machado dug in with one out and nobody on in the third. One out, nobody on, 1-0 pods in the third. And this pitch hit in the air to deep left center field. Bonds back at the wall. He looks going to go. Manny Machado joins the party. Seventh home run of the season. And the second for San Diego, 2-0 Padres here in the third. The third time this season, Tatis and Machado have homered in the same game. Meanwhile, Michael Waka was delivering once again on the mound. Four scoreless innings to begin the night with just one hit given up. Aaron Savali never got out of the fourth inning. He went just three and two-thirds innings, allowed two earned runs, throwing 95 pitches. In the fifth inning, Waka allowed a leadoff single to Josh Naylor. Then he got some help from his outfield defense. One and two to Bell. Here's the pitch from Waka, and that's muscled in the air. Shallow center field, long run. Grisham double deep, dives forward, and he makes the catch. Trent Grisham covering ground, making a play, and will hang a star. Padres defense continues to show up here as Grisham, the Gold Glove Award winner in center field a season ago, comes in to make the play for the first out of the inning. 2-0 pitch, line to right field. Fernando comes in, dives forward, and he makes the catch, sliding towards the infield. For the second time this inning, going to hang a star. Grisham and Tatis getting it done defensively, and that's all for the Guardians here in the top of the fifth inning. No runs, a hit, and a man left midway at Petco Park. Two stars in one inning. The outfield defense supporting the starting pitcher, Michael Waka. Gotta love it. Fast forward to the bottom half of the sixth inning. Padres still leading 2-0. Now working against the Cleveland bullpen. Fernando Tatis Jr. doubled with two outs. He stole third. Then this happened. One and one to Soto. And that's in the dirt. Kicks away from Zunino. Fernando will score. And he has created the third Padre run of the night all by himself. Moments later, it was Juan Soto. Base is empty now. 
Swings and skies one to deep left. Braun backing up on the warning track. At the wall. Gonna go! Opposite field shot for Juan Soto. And all of a sudden, it's 4-0 San Diego in the sixth. Three home runs in the game, one by Fernando, one by Manny, and one by Juan Soto, but the Padres were not done. Michael Waka allowed a couple of singles and a walk to load the bases in the seventh inning. Steven Wilson got out of the jam, stranding the bases loaded. Waka's final line, he was splendid once again. Six and two-thirds innings, no runs allowed, four hits, five strikeouts, one walk on 94 pitches. Tim Hill pitched a scoreless eighth inning. Padres still led 4 nothing, going bottom eight, Nelson Cruz. Let off. Here's the three and one to Nelson Cruz. That's it in the air to very deep left field. Forget it. Welcome back, Nelson Cruz. Up above the line, scores second deck in left. That is the fourth home run of the night for the Padres, and it's five nothing here in the eighth. Oh boy. We went to the top of the ninth inning. Padres leading 5-0. We told you about Tim Hill, a scoreless eighth inning. Hill did the same in the ninth and secured a series win. Two and two to Naylor. Here's the pitch from Tim Hill, and that's sent in the air to left field, straight away for Juan Soto. Waits for it, makes the two-handed catch, and the ball game is over. Tim Hill comes on, closes this thing out as Michael Waka goes to seven and two on the year. Padres with a five-nothing win over the Guardians. They hit four home runs, and Fernando Tatis Jr. put on an MVP-like performance here tonight. Absolutely MVP-like. He did everything. The home run, the doubles, the stolen bases, the run scored, the defense, the arm. It was the full package from Fernando Tatis Jr. as the Padres cruised to a 5-0 win over the Cleveland Guardians. And certainly Michael Waka, a big story in this game as well. Six and two-thirds scoreless innings. Much more on Michael Waka coming up a little bit later. Right now, let's go down to the clubhouse and hear some post-game reaction from Bob Melvin. Let's take a trip down to the Padres Clubhouse and hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin. Presented by Sin Lee Food. Find your next cooking adventure at Sin Lee Food, 4665 El Cajon Boulevard, the Cook's Asian resource. Bob, we always like to talk about five tool players. We don't often mm. get to see a guy to show all of them off in one game. How impressive was Fernando tonight? Yeah, he's rounding into pretty good shape at this point. I mean, his at bats are unbelievable. You know, he's really shrunk the zone to where if you throw, it, throw him a strike, he's going to hit it somewhere hard. And then, you know, on the base pass, that throw, not too many guys can make that. It looked like he was going to second and throws it to first. It's just the strides he's made in the outfield, I guess, shouldn't surprise us because of his athletic ability. But there's been a lot of hard work involved in that. And, you know, went from a guy in spring training that was still kind of trying to feel his way, and now it's like gold glove stuff. Home runs tonight from him, Manny, Soto, Nelly. It seems like the offense is starting to find us. Yeah, you know, I'm driving some balls too. I mean, that's not really the focus right now. It's about hitting the ball hard and staying in the big part of the, the field. And, you know, with you know the talent that these guys have, you, you get it in the air and it's going to go. So there were some hard-hit balls tonight. Same Michael Walker that we've seen in so many outings tonight. Spoiling us, really. I mean, and almost going seven right there. Ran out of gas a little bit there at the end, but... You know, the pop-ups that he got today, the command of, you know, fastball, the change-up, might not even have been his best stuff today, um, you know, as far as velo and stuff like that. But, again, just goes goes out there for the seventh inning and four hits, one walk. 
spoiling us. He only recorded one out tonight, but Steve Wilson has come up so big for you. I yeah. think he's stranded 13 out of 15 now that he's inherited. How, how important has he been for you guys? He's been huge. And, you know, that's that's pretty, that's pretty the game right there, really. I mean, you know, a base hit, now it's a whole different thing. And, you know, a strike out there, and now we're looking at having more than a three-run lead and doing something a little bit different. So, um, you know, it, walk a pitch great, but that was a huge out with the bases loaded there. How much was this the kind of game that you expected to have? I mean, you, it didn't matter that you didn't get hits with runners in scoring position. That talent you have at the top of the lineup that right. came through tonight. Yeah, all of them hit the ball hard. So, you know, I, I mean, look, with this, we've been searching for this this kind of tempo here, and we've started to, you know, get it. We've gotten, you know, stung a little bit along the way, but it seems like we're we're really starting to find our way a little bit. Across the board, the defense has been good. The pitching has been good all year. Now it's about the offense. Grish made a play that maybe not a lot of center fielders make. And then you have Tatis over. Like, is this – how good is that center field, right field combination and kind of why you like to keep Tati yeah. right? And- well, I mean, Grish is – nobody makes that play, really. I mean, the balls that he comes in on is probably the best as far as center field and that's very difficult to do because it's right at you and you don't get a great read at it but now with the defense we have in the infield and now the defense that we have in the outfield with those two I mean it's it's kind of our calling card at this point in time and and makes us feel really good about ourselves uh, as a team when you can not only make the the routine plays but you can make the great plays I think Soto, Manny, and Fernando are all kind of guys that can carry an offense on their own but if you could get all all of those guys kind of going at once, what would that mean? For it would be good. It would be great. So, you know, we've been looking for that. It's hard to get everybody going at the same time, but it's going to happen at some point in time. And, you know, it's it's kind of why they're here. But um, we won't put too much on that right now, but it would be a really good feeling, obviously. What, would you, what, what did you make of that throw in the ninth inning from Fernando? Was he, like... Adjusting, he was looking to me like he was going to second base, and then pivoted and threw it to first, and and that's kind of where the infielder comes into play. Where, you know, an outfield usually you're gathering yourself, you're throwing in one spot, but it's kind of a, a no look throw to first that maybe his his infield experience showed up there. That was Padres manager Bob Melvin from down by the clubhouse here at Petco Park following this 5-0 win for the Padres over the Cleveland Guardians. Sam Levitt with you on our postgame coverage from inside the Western Metal Building here at Petco Park. You heard Bob Melvin talk about Fernando Tatis Jr., everything he did here tonight, a 5-tool player that showed off all the tools in this win here tonight. And uh, you heard him talk about Michael Waka, the defense by Grisham and Tatis. And look, the Padres did go over for seven with runners in scoring position but I thought a really good point made during the press conference this was the kind of game where the Padres talent made sure that didn't matter with what the top four guys did in the lineup Tatis Soto Machado and Bogarts all having major impacts on this game before we go to break and we will take a lot of your phone calls we have phone uh, lines lighting up right now so we will get to your phone calls coming up 833-288-0973 lot to do in our post game show nightly awards out of town scoreboard all that good stuff coming up but I do have a note to pass along here 
This is from uh, Padres Media Relations uh, that passed along this note. Per Elias, uh, Fernando Tatis Jr. here tonight joins Tony Gwynn as the only Padre in club history to have a game with a home run, two stolen bases, and an outfield assist. Tony Gwynn did it on May 2nd, 1997 against the Montreal Expos when he hit one home run, had two stolen bases, and one outfield assist. Also, Fernando Tatis Jr. here tonight became the first Padre to ever have three extra base hits, two stolen bases, and an outfield assist in the same game. That is how special Fernando was in this 5-0 win here tonight. We'll take your phone calls coming up, 833-288-0973. If you're on uh, the line, just wait on hold for a little bit. We will get to your phone calls and much more to come as we wrap this one up from Petco Park. The Padres 5, Guardians nothing. Our postgame show continues when we come back on the Padres Radio Network. Our postgame show continues here on the Padres Radio Network. Final score, the Padres 5 and the Guardians nothing as the Padres have won the first two games of this three-game series against Cleveland. Sam Levitt with you inside the loft here on our postgame coverage inside the Western Metal Building at Petco Park. We have a lot of people still here inside the loft having a good time. Why not? Padres playing a lot better as of late. And uh, the Padres gave the fans here a lot to cheer about here tonight. Another outstanding crowd. 43,660 the attendance here tonight in San Diego. That is the 24th sellout already this season in 33 openings. And Fernando Tatis Jr., he put on an absolute show. Manny Machado, Juan Soto, Nelson Cruz, Michael Waka, they were the supporting stars in this one here tonight. And uh, just a lot to cheer about, a lot of fun stuff here tonight at Petco Park. We will get to some of your phone calls coming up in just a little bit. A lot of people waiting on hold, so we do want to get to some of the calls uh, coming up here in a second. So hang on with us uh, for just a, a few more minutes. Let's tell you about our ace pitcher of the game. Which pitcher was dealing today? Let's find out who's today's ace pitcher of the game. Brought to you by the Grilling Store at Hillcrest Ace Hardware. From Traeger and Weber to the Big Green Egg. All your grilling and barbecue needs are inside the Grilling Store at Hillcrest Ace Hardware. Here's the 3-2. Runner goes. Swing and a miss. Sanchez throw down his second base. Odor's tag and they got him. That'll do just as well. A strike him out, throw him out, double play, then the top of the third inning. Great tag by Odor after a strong throw from Sanchez, and the Padres get it done. No runs ahead after that, nobody left. 1-0 San Diego to the bottom of the third. Michael Waka. That was part of uh, the great night for Michael Waka. The strike him out, throw him out, double play in the third inning. Michael Waka, no doubt here tonight, our ace pitcher of the game. Waka goes six and two-thirds innings, no runs given up, four hits. He walked one, struck out five, a grand total of 90 um, how many? 94 pitches for Michael Waka here tonight. Had to search my scorebook for a second. 94 pitches, 62 strikes for Michael Waka here tonight. And he continues what has really been a marvelous year and a marvelous run since the beginning of May. Michael Waka's season ERA is down to 289. And now Michael Waka in his last eight starts, a span of 49 plus innings, an 091 
ERA. He continues to be absolutely terrific for this Padres team. So uh, simply outstanding. Michael Waka did it again in this ball game here tonight. Six and two-thirds, strong innings. Oh, we have somebody getting a photo with me. Hi. <laughs> All right, I had to smile for the photo. All right. Have a good time. Drive home safely. Everybody uh, having, a, having a good time here inside the loft at the uh, Western Metal Building. Why not? People in a good mood. Padres playing uh, some good baseball right now. Uh, certainly understand that. A lot to do on our post-game show. We already heard from Fernando Tatis Jr. We'll replay that conversation uh, for you coming up in just a little while. We heard from Bob Melvin. Uh, we played our radio highlights. We'll continue to mix those in throughout the rest of the post-game show. We'll take a look at the out-of-town school. Scoreboard still a lot to do, but uh, with the way this team is playing, I'm sure you have a lot to say as well. So let's go to the phones. Again, phone number to call, 833-288-0973. Phone number is always 833-288-0973 if you want to get involved. And if you want to communicate on social media, you can do that as well. Tweet at me at 973thefansd or at Sammy Lev, S-A-M-M-Y-L-E-V. If you want to send me a message on Instagram, communicate that way. Let me know what you thought about this game here tonight the way the Padres are playing right now Instagram DM me Sammy Lev there as well S-A-M-M-Y-L-E-V let's lead things off here tonight on the postgame show with Thomas who's calling in from Del Cerro hi Thomas hey guys uh hope you can hear me at my work but I was listening to the game I'm, I mean I gotta say this is one of the best games this year <laughs> you know and uh pretty good I mean uh I was thinking like I don't know, to me, it felt like a football game where, like, the offense had all the uh, the ball, the possession of time was kind of seemed mm-hmm. like every time we bat it, it was forever, and, it, and every time they came to the bat, it was like two, three minutes. That was it. Yeah, look, uh, Thomas – yeah, Thomas, appreciate the call. Thank you for listening uh, throughout the night from work, uh, no less, and, and tuning in, calling in. Look, I, I think it's uh, a fair analogy. Uh, I think part of the reason why I felt like the Padres were in control in this game was because they scored first. I mean, it's something we talked about in the pregame show. The Padres are now 26-9 and when they score first this season. They're 7-25 and when they don't. And bottom line, getting the home run, from Fernando, very first at-bat against Savali, 3-1 count, inside fastball. Fernando's ready for it, turns on it. It's a huge moment. It makes you feel right away here tonight like the Padres are picking up right where they left off from last night. It creates a sense of consistency, of momentum immediately in this game. You cannot discount how important that home run was for Fernando, and he does that all the time. I mean, this is a player that hasn't played all that long. He already has the Padres franchise record for home runs, leadoff home runs, I should say, 11 in his career. The previous record was 10 by Will Venable. Well, they were tied, Fernando and Will. Now Fernando, the most career leadoff home runs in franchise history, number 11 here tonight. And, Thomas, I think that's part of the reason why it felt that way here tonight because the Padres, for a second straight game in this series, took control. They added on Manny's home run in the third, two more in the sixth inning. Fernando doubles, steals a base, scores on a wild pitch. Soto moments later, the home run. You've got a 4 nothing lead. You win it 5 nothing. Uh, look, they, they did a good job here tonight. Um, scoring very early and then uh, adding on. So uh, in that sense, I think, uh, you know, it, it does feel like they were in control because they were. Let's go to Jay in El Cajon. Hi, Jay. 
Sammy Lev, what's good? Thomas is having a good night, but we're having a better <laughs> night. I got to tell you a few reasons why. Yeah. Uh, number one, yeah, you got to give it to Michael Walker. That's a great game pitch, six and two thirds. We love to see that kind of starting pitching. But right field, the reason that Tatis took his bow and took his hat off and saluted us is because we were giving him the MVP chance all night. Because when you perform like that, you deserve that kind of recognition. No shortness to the top four because everybody performed tonight. That's a great offensive performance. We give them their dues. However, great team, great team win tonight. For all those haters who were saying, oh, yeah, 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 we're under 500. Yeah, we are. We are one game under 500. But guess what? Here we come. This offense produces like this. Even two out of three, every series from here on out, we're in the series. Call me stupid. Call me wrong. It's going to happen. Greg. Reverend. <laughs> you got a reverend out of him. <laughs> All right, Jay and uh, and Greg, appreciate the call. Thank you for tuning in and calling in. Look, uh, this team's playing a good brand of baseball, and it has a lot to do with the offense being way more consistent. We read off a, a number of the different statistics in the pregame show. Entering today, the last 20 games going back to May 21st, this offense was scoring 5.3 runs per game. They scored five, so right at that average uh, in the last uh, 20 games or so entering tonight. The first 46 games of the season, they scored 3.8. The batting average is higher lately. The OPS is higher lately. And they're just doing a better job. And it's not just the offense. I mean, what they got tonight from Michael Waka, outstanding. What they got from Joe Musgrove last night, really, really good. The bullpen for a second straight night. And I tweeted it out earlier. Believe it or not, the Padres, since May 1st, have the lowest ERA as a bullpen in the major leagues. You follow the recipe they've used the last couple of nights, you're going to win a lot of games. Bottom line, this team's going to win a lot of games. Home runs, the stars leading the way, a great starting pitching, solid bullpen work. This team's going to win a lot. I, I feel totally confident in saying that. Look, they're not totally out of the hole they created for themselves. They're still one game below 500. they They've got a long way to go in the division, although I'll mention that the Phillies beat the Diamondbacks for a second straight night, so the Padres have picked up two games in the division. Now they're seven and a half out. They have a long way to go. Nobody disputes that. But if they play the way they're starting to play, and if we are seeing the start of a real run here, and the Stars lead the way, Fernando, Manny, Juan, Bogarts, they do the kind of things they've done the last couple of nights. A lot of things are going to happen this summer. It's going to be a fun summer. So, look, they still have to dig their uh, themselves out of a hole here. There's no doubt. But the bottom line is this. They're playing better baseball, and it's been happening here for a couple of weeks. It got a little bit overlooked by some of the offensive struggles day in, day out, where they were scoring a lot of runs, then one run, the seesaw offense that we've talked about so much. But if you zoom out, again, Padres have now won five of six, six of eight, and here in the month of June, they're eight and four now. So the win-loss record is matching the eye test right now that this team is A, hitting better in overall, whether it's offense, starting pitching, defense. I mean, how good was the defense here tonight? They're just playing good baseball. They're playing really good baseball, which uh, bodes well for tomorrow, and then a very tough Tampa Bay team coming in on Friday. Let's go to... Let me take a look at my uh, call board here. It's updating by the minute. Let's go to Rick and Ramona. Hi, Rick. What's up, Sammy? I'm I'm doing great, Rick. How are you? Good, good. We were at the game tonight, man. What a what a great game to go to. We were right by Manny at third base. Uh, 
just loved everything about tonight. We just got to keep this momentum going. Yeah, Rick, uh, you sum it up well. Uh, you know, look, they'll they'll try to keep the momentum going, and that's what it's all about right now, Rick. Appreciate the call uh, again. Um, you know, they aren't fully out of the hole they're in. Still below 500. Tomorrow would be a great step. Sweep a series. That would be the first time the Padres have done that in a three-game series all year if they do that tomorrow. And you get yourself back to 500. So, Look, tomorrow they can do two things they haven't done in a while. Sweep a three-game series and get back to 500. That would be great. Let's not get ahead of ourselves, but first couple of games of this series in this homestand, uh, they've done some really, really good things. You hope that momentum continues. Let's pause for Station ID on the Padres Radio Network. KWFNFM and KWFNHE1 San Diego. This is Trent Grisham from the San Diego Padres. Padres play here on 97.3 The Fan. Always live on the free Odyssey app. Sam Levitt with you on our post-game coverage from inside the loft here at the Western Metal Building at Petco Park. Padres win this game here tonight 5 nothing against the Cleveland Guardians. A lot to break down. So many great performances here tonight. And it was led by Fernando Tatis Jr., who had a home run, a couple of doubles, a couple of runs scored, a couple of stolen bases, Throughout a runner, made a great catch in right field, star-worthy catch in right field, but that was just the start of the story. Home runs for Manny Machado, Juan Soto, Nelson Cruz, Michael Waka was terrific, six and two-thirds scoreless innings, and again, all in all, a very, very good win. We have a lot to do still here on our post-game show at a town scoreboard. We have a bunch of our uh, nightly awards to give out. We have a lot of phone calls coming in right now as well, 833-288-0973. Let's squeeze in one more phone call in this segment. Let's go to Eric who's calling in. Hi, Eric. Hello? Eric, is this you? Yes, it is. Well, yes, it is. Uh, I'm calling in from uh, Montreal tonight. All right, Montreal, Canada. Yes, sir. I've watched every game this season from here. All right, very nice. What's going on? <laughs> All right, yeah, well, I mean, I think it was the most satisfying one of the season. Tati's master class, uh, Waka master class. One thing I wanted to talk to you with about, though, was um, Bogarts. I feel like the power isn't fully there. I know his cortisone shot will be around the all-star break. Uh, do you think they just toughs it out between now and then, or what do you think? Well, you know, look, I think the good thing for, for Xander, and Eric, appreciate the call for Montreal. Um, look, I think for Xander, look, clearly the wrist was bothering him before he sat down for a handful of days. He's hit the ball better lately. couple of singles here tonight. Uh, had the double yesterday, had the double on uh, Sunday in Colorado. You know, he, he's he's played better since, you know, sitting down for a few days with the wrist. I don't know what the plan is, if he will get another cortisone shot when he can around the All-Star break. I'm not totally sure how much it's still bothering him after he sat down for a few days. But I, I think that Xander's looked better since he sat out for a little bit. So, you know, hopefully uh, it's feeling better. I'll, I'll say this, you know, Xander had the cortisone shot in spring training. He sat out for a couple of days, you know, plays, you know, some games in, in spring training. And then he got off to a great start to begin the year. So, you know, I, I don't know what the plan is for the wrist necessarily, but, you know, I I think Xander's going to be all right. And, um, you know, hopefully it's just a minor issue. And, you know, in spring training when he got the cortisone shot because it was bothering him, it really was a minor issue. And then he started the season the way he did, and he was terrific for a few weeks there. So, to me, that's the hope, again, that 
this is a minor issue. He was trying to play through it, sat down for a few days. Hopefully he's feeling better now. It certainly seems like he's hit the ball better, hit with some more authority. He hasn't, you know, hit a home run or uh, he did hit a ball off the wall in Colorado, but maybe that'll come. I think he has looked better, and uh, we'll see how he looks in, in the days to come. But I'm, I'm honestly not totally sure what the plan is as far as treatment for that wrist or if it's really still an issue for him uh, after sitting down for a couple of days. But I feel like he has hit the ball, uh, I would say, significantly uh, better since you know sitting down for, for a few days with that wrist issue. All right, we'll get to more of your phone calls coming up in a little bit so stay tuned for that if you want to call in 833-288-0973 we have a lot to do otherwise let's take a wider look at the major leagues and let you know who went deep with our home run tally which players went deep tonight this is our mlb home run tally presented by mr moto pizza bringing back the old new york pizzeria experience with fresh funky thin crest gourmet pies and the original stuff knots with eight locations in san diego find your favorite at mrmotopizza.com some of the players that went yard today around the major leagues. This is not everybody, but we have a, lot, a number of players on this list. Michael Harris the third, his fifth home run for Atlanta today. Braves swept a doubleheader from the Tigers earlier today. For the White Sox, Luis Robert Jr. is 16th home run. Jake Berger is 14th home run. For Cincinnati today, three home runs, one by Jonathan India, one by Matt McLean, and one by Stuart Fairchild. For the Astros, Jose Abreu hit his fourth home run. For the Angels, Shohei Otani, his 21st home run. For Miami, Jorge Soler, his 20th. For the Phillies, JT Real Muto hit his seventh. For Pittsburgh, Austin Hedges, former Padre, hit his first. Mike Yastrzemski in St. Louis earlier today, a game-tying two-run home run in the ninth inning as the Giants went on to win that game 8-5 to five in extras. Eighth home run of the year for Yastrzemski. For St. Louis, Tommy Edmond had a home run in that game, his seventh. And for the Rangers today, Marcus Simeon is tenth. Corey Seager is ninth home run. And Leody Tavares is sixth home run for the Rangers earlier today. And look at the home run tally on this Wednesday. We'll step aside here on the Padres Radio Network. Still a lot to do. We'll continue to take your phone calls. Plus, we have the out-of-town scoreboard, our play of the game, player of the game. Lots of good stuff coming up as we continue to recap this one. Again, the final, Padres 5, Guardians nothing as the Padres have taken both games to begin this three-game series against Cleveland. Our post-game show continues when we come back on the Padres Radio Network. Now nobody on, one nothing pods in the third, and this pitch hit in the air to deep left center field. Bonds back at the wall. He looks gonna go. Manny Machado joins the party. Seventh home run of the season, and the second of the night for San Diego. Two nothing Padres here in the third. Manny Machado, the solo home run in the third, made it a 2-0 game for Manny. Home run number seven this season. And that was the second of four home runs hit by the Padres here tonight. Fernando Tatis Jr., a leadoff home run in the first inning. Manny in the third, then it was Soto in the sixth inning. And Nelson Cruz in the eighth inning. Four solo home runs, and it was plenty here tonight as the Padres cruise to a 5-0 win against the Cleveland Guardians. And the Padres now going for a three-game sweep 
against Cleveland tomorrow night here at Petco Park. Sam Levitt with you on our post-game coverage from inside the loft here at the Western Metal Building. The loft has emptied out. In fact, Petco Park has emptied out. I'm still here talking to you on our post-game show as the Padres again improved to 33-34, and 34, one game below 500, and all of a sudden, Padres starting to gain momentum. Still have one more game, one more win to get to move back to the 500 mark. I'm not trying to get too crazy, but there is no doubt that the last few weeks now, the Padres are playing much better baseball, and especially the last couple of nights here at home, They have played very well. The offense is there. The starting pitching is there. The bullpen work is there. And hopefully the sign of this team really starting to click on all cylinders. Like I said, the bullpen, a big story in this game tonight. Let's tell you about our relief pitcher of the game. Which pitcher was able to come in and slam the door shut? It's time for the relief pitcher of the game in support of the Jacobs and Cushman San Diego Food Bank. Providing food assistance to local children, families, and seniors in need. To get help or give help, visit SanDiegoFoodBank.org. And he hits it on the ground up the middle. Bogart scooting to his left, waits on a hop, flips to second one, on to first in time, and a double play. That particular ground ball has been extremely friendly to Tim Hill. Timmy two outs. Timmy two outs back in action. Induces the ground ball easy 6-4-3 double play. Timmy two outs. I love it. Tim Hill, our relief pitcher of the game. Two scoreless innings out of the bullpen. He did a great job here tonight. And Tim Hill... Uh, after Stephen Wilson got the uh, final out of the seventh inning, did uh, a splendid job. Scoreless eighth inning, scoreless ninth inning, leadoff man. Well, I suppose in the ninth inning, leadoff man really wasn't on. It was a base hit, and then Fernando Tatis Jr. faked out. Amanda Rosario looked like he was throwing a second, then threw behind him at first base and uh, got Rosario. But uh, Tim Hill, regardless, the walk in the eighth inning, that play in the ninth inning to start it, puts together two scoreless innings uh, out of the bullpen here tonight he's our relief pitcher of the game although I do want to mention Steven Wilson did a great job in the seventh inning at that point Padres leading for nothing Michael Waka comes out after walking Andre Jimenez to load the bases so at that point the tying run is at the plate in Miles Straw Steven Wilson strikes out Straw ends the inning strands the bases loaded threw just five pitches got one out but that was a big moment out of the bullpen for Steven Wilson who continued his terrific work his ERA now down to 273 Tim Hill's ERA down to 318 and like I said entering tonight This was a a number we read off during the pregame show. The Padres' bullpen ERA is the lowest in the major league since May 1st. They've been really, really good as a unit, and that continued here tonight. Tim Hill, two scoreless innings, our relief pitcher of the game. All the different notes on Fernando Tatis Jr.'s night continue to roll in. I'll tell you more about Fernando's night in a moment. Let's tell you about our player of the game. No surprise, it's Fernando. Which player had the biggest impact on today's game? Let's find out who is today's player of the game. Presented by Valley View Casino and Hotel. Catch every game at Patties and Pints. Plus, enjoy $4 beer every Thursday. Visit valleyviewcasino.com today. Here's the 3-1 to Tatis. San Fernando hits it in the air to deep left field. Juan's going back. He's at the wall. He will leap. It's going to go. A home run again for Fernando Tatis Jr. Juan went back to the fence 
and the Gold Glove left fielder nearly took it away. But Fernando is homered for the second consecutive game, and the Padres take a 1-0 lead. The 14th home run of the season for Fernando Tatis Jr., his career 11th leadoff home run, a new Padres franchise record. And Fernando, this was passed along from Padres PR, and they continue to pass along all these different notes. They're great. Fernando Tatis Jr. is the first player in the modern era, Major League Baseball's modern era, to have three extra base hits, a home run, two runs scored, two stolen bases, a walk, and an outfield assist in a single game. That is, again, how special Fernando was here tonight. We told you about that uh, that uh, little nugget earlier that Tatis joined Tony Gwynn as the only Padre in club history to have a game with a home run, two stolen bases, and an outfield assist. Fernando did it all tonight, and it's proven in the numbers and what we're getting right now post game. He was outstanding. Just an outstanding evening for Fernando Tatis Jr. Did it with the glove, the arm, the power, the hit tool, the speed. That's why he's a very special player, an MVP caliber talent. What a night for Fernando Tatis Jr. If you missed it, I caught up with Fernando Tatis Jr. right after this outstanding performance here tonight. Fernando, what a performance, a home run, double, stolen bases, run scored. What was the key to you impacting the game in so many ways here tonight? Just bringing it every single day, you know, I feel like I've been saying I can do every single part of this game. It's a matter of fact, it's just been staying healthy and bringing it every single day to the ballpark. And then the play in right field in the ninth inning. I mean, do you practice that? You tricked him. You got him at first base. I mean, he was going, then he pushed back, and I, I, you know, I was just looking at him and just trying to make a good play at the time. You had the first home run, then Manny, then Juan, Xander Bogarts, a couple of hits. What's the potential of this lineup if you or all do what you did here tonight? I mean, if we can bring it together, man, there's no limits for us. Uh, you know, I just, I just gonna put it out there. If we can bring it, bring it every single day like this, keep it up with our work ethic. There's no limit for us. Fernando, great job tonight. Thanks so much. Thank you. That was Fernando Tatis Jr. right after the game. Again, what a night here for Fernando. And we talked about the top four in this lineup, what they did. Fernando, three for four, the home run, couple of doubles, two runs scored, two stolen bases, an outfield assist, a diving catch. He did everything. Juan Soto, a home run. Manny Machado, a home run. Xander Bogarts, two for three in this game as well. Walked. He was on three times. And Bogarts stole a base. So, like we've said over and over again in the first third plus of the season, the Padres will go as far as their stars take them. And as of late, those stars have played really, really well, uh, especially Fernando at the very top of the lineup. I'll have Fernando's June numbers as a whole for you in just a little bit, but he's been playing great. An MVP-type run uh, the, the month of June so far for Fernando Tatis Jr. All right, we do have a lot more phone calls to get to. 833-288-0973, the phone number. Let's go to Don in Rancho Bernardo. Hi, Don. Hey, how you doing, Sammy? Doing great, Don. Beautiful night for baseball. Sold-out crowd. Padre win. Fernando doing Fernando things. I love it. I love it, too. Yeah, it was a great atmosphere tonight. Uh, blessed to go to the game yet again in that wonderful uh, ballpark that we have. Um, you know, I, there's so many things I could talk about tonight, just uh, kind of overflowing with, uh, with, with bounty. But I, I wanted to focus on maybe a, maybe kind of a hidden gem that we've discovered, obviously offensively, but defensively it's a real, real treat as well. And that's Gary Sanchez. Um, 
you know, with Nola, poor Nola, it seemed like at the beginning of the year, every time a guy would get on first for the opposition, it was almost like a, a given that they would get on second and go right into scoring position, you know. And so that feeling now that, you know, you can't just run on us anymore, you know, and you can't, it's not an automatic second base when you get a single or a walk is really important and, uh, mm. and kind of maybe overlooked. I wonder what your thoughts are there, Sammy. Don, it's a great point. I mean, look, Gary Sanchez has been outstanding at the plate, what he's provided power-wise, but I've talked to enough guys now to know, A, he's doing a really good job behind the plate working with these pitchers. If you heard my post-game interview yesterday with Josh Hader, Hader talked about Sanchez, what he's done about uh, working together in the Arizona Fall League a bunch of years ago, and we've heard it now from a number of different pitchers, how good he's been to work with, and from a... Uh, A stolen base perspective, look, we know he has a good arm. He's always had a really good arm, and he threw out another runner here tonight, and he's done that with regularity so far. I have to go look up what he is uh, percentage-wise so far in his brief time with the Padres before I I tell you the exact numbers. But he's been great. Look, Gary Sanchez, whether it's offensively, from a receiving standpoint, working with a brand-new pitching staff, throwing out runners, he has exceeded, I think, uh, any expectations you could have, have had for Gary Sanchez. And hopefully it, it continues in all those facets. But, Don, it's a great point. Did it again here tonight. And you look at the outing for Michael Waka. That was a big moment. The strike him out, throw him out, double play in the third. Ends the inning. Keeps Waka on that right track. A lot of momentum in his outing. And Waka ends up going six and two-thirds scoreless inning. So Waka and Sanchez clearly worked uh, very well here together uh, tonight. Let's go to Kathy in L.A. Hi, Kathy. Hey, Sammy, I wasn't going to call you tonight because I had talked to you last night, but after what Fernando did tonight, it's going to bring me just endless joy tomorrow to hear the absolute freak out of all these base old-timey baseball fans that are, that's not the way to play baseball because the way he was celebrating in the outfield and to the fans and waving to yeah. them and tipping his hat just cracked me up, and I'm just waiting for the freak out by these fans that – that's, you know, that's not the way you play baseball. You know, you don't have fun. Baseball is not supposed to be fun. It's just like watching him is just so much fun to watch and it just yeah. brings such a smile to your face to watch him and how he plays the game. And I'm so happy. Yeah, Kathy, he's a joy and appreciate the call. I mean, he's a joy to watch and he plays with such flair. He's a showman and that's what I've really enjoyed watching uh what have i i've enjoyed about watching fernando you know even going back to i used to watch fernando and call a lot of games i was with the corpus christi hooks the double a team of the astros at the time in 2017 and 2018 and during those two seasons fernando was with the double a san antonio missions the affiliate of the padres and the hooks and the missions played all the time so i got a chance to see fernando uh, when he was a minor leaguer at double a and i didn't you know get a chance to interact with him nearly as much as i do now in the big leagues because you know at double a i was more focused on the the team in corpus christi but of course we we saw fernando play all the time uh, whether it was in corpus or, or in san antonio and you know he had a flair even then the way he played the kind of plays he made and it's the same thing here in the major leagues i mean he's just an unbelievable athlete He's so talented. He's a true five-tool player, and he showed it all off here tonight. And on top of that, he truly embraces the showman element of it all. He's an entertainer, and he gets that part of it. 
and he he plays to it, and the crowd loves him. And you know what? He he uh, he understands what what the game is about, and uh, it is a, it is it is a show. It's a sport. It's supposed to be fun. And Fernando uh, plays with such energy, just uh, an infectious enthusiasm, and and that was on full display here tonight. Look, he has games like he had here tonight. Fernando can do whatever he wants. He can bow to the crowd. He can do his hop at third base after the home runs. Uh, no Padre fan, uh, even if uh, you know they they uh, you know kind of the the new school way of thinking with the celebrations even if a fan didn't like that fernando does what he uh did here tonight i I don't think there can be many uh complaints about it just to give you an idea of how good fernando's been in the month of june here are the numbers right now through 12 games in june a 417 batting average in 48 at bats he has eight doubles five home runs 15 rbis six walks an on-base percentage of four 91 ops right now 1387 in the month of june i mean we're 12 games in and he already has 13 extra base hits and 15 rbis and a 1387 ops you know fernando's been pretty solid the whole way since returning on april 20th after not playing in major league baseball for more than a year but He's really starting to round into form. I mean, this is by far and away the month of June, the last 12 games. I mean, this is the kind of run we've been waiting for and the kind of performances he so often put on during that incredible 2021 season. So um, it's been great to see, and it makes this Padres team, when Fernando is doing those kinds of things, especially at the very top of the lineup, it makes this team that much better. We'll step aside here on the Padres Radio Network, come back with our play of the game. Also, we'll have our out-of-town scoreboard, squeeze in some more phone calls if we can, 833-288-0973, the phone number. Again, final score, Padres 5, Guardians nothing. We wrap it up when we come back on the Padres Radio Network. Three and one to Nelson Cruz. That's it in the air. A very deep left field. Forget it. Welcome back, Nelson Cruz. Up above the line, scores second deck in left. That is the fourth home run of the night for the Padres, and it's five nothing here in the eighth. Oh boy! The fourth home run of the season for Nelly Cruz. Fourth home run hit by the Padres here tonight. That was the cherry on top in the eighth inning. Gave the Padres a 5-0 lead. They go on to win by that final score, 5-0 over the Cleveland Guardians on this Wednesday at Petco Park. Sam Levitt with you on our postgame show from inside the Western Metal Building here at Petco Park. Padres hit four home runs, one by Fernando, one by Manny Machado, one by Juan Soto, one by Nelson Cruz, and then Michael Waka. Terrific once again on the mound. Six and two-thirds scoreless innings he has a sub one era in his last eight starts more than 49 innings combined he continues to be terrific uh, before we uh, wrap up with one more phone call out of town scoreboard play of the game and more uh, we did have the caller before the break talk about gary sanchez throwing out another base runner uh, attempted stolen base uh, threat here tonight and sanchez now in addition to everything he's done at the plate with the power and everything he's done as far as catching this pitching staff, a staff that he did not know a few weeks ago, Sanchez has now thrown out three out of six attempted base stealers. So he's three out of six so far. I mean, he keeps that up that kind of percentage. That's great. 
and he's been really good in that department. You, you, even on a night where Gary Sanchez didn't have a base hit, he walked, he was 0 for 3, he didn't necessarily impact the game in a major way offensively, certainly did last night with a three-run home run, finds a way to impact the game with his arm behind the plate. So he's been great in every facet so far. You have to love what you've seen from Gary Sanchez. And again, he's thrown out three attempted base dealers out of uh, a six total combined uh, to begin his time with the Padres. Great stuff from Gary Sanchez. We'll take a look at the out-of-town scoreboard coming up in uh, just the second play of the game as well. Uh, Let's wrap it up on the phones here tonight. Thank you, everybody, for your uh, great phone calls here tonight. Phone lines lit up. We had some people drop off. I know here on the post-game show, sometimes you have to wait around a while, but if uh, you stick with us, we will get to you. Uh, Let's go to Celeste, who's calling in. Hi, Celeste. What's up? Uh, Hi, Sam. How are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing well. I just wanted to just kind of make a comment about uh, Tatis Jr. Um, You know, just I I feel like uh, I'm really proud of him because of the way that he just handled this whole situation with what happened last year with the suspension and with going to all these other ballparks and people heckling him and people giving him a hard time. And he's been so mature and he's been so professional and so accountable for everything that he's done. And he's really handled it with class and dignity. And I just... I just wanted to say I'm really proud of him because I, he's one of my favorite players and I was disappointed last year. Mm-hmm. But I have to say that he has really handled it like so wonderfully and I'm just such, so proud of him that he's a San Diego Padre. That's all I have to say. Celeste, thank you for the phone call. And, you know, look, I think with Fernando as somebody who was here last year and, and sat in the dugout that, that day when he spoke with A.J. Preller after the suspension. You know, from that point on, I, I feel like Fernando's done just about everything right in coming back from that, you know, serving his suspension, uh, everything he did in spring training, coming back, the way he's dealt with the fans, some of the hecklers, things like that. He's been him. You know, and, and he's uh, dealt with it in a way that I, I think is very natural to him and having having fun with it and has not lost any of that, you know, infectious enthusiasm and flair that made him so beloved, not just to the fans here in San Diego, but fans throughout the country. And we saw it here tonight, not just what he does on the field, but the flair uh, in which he plays with, and um, the showmanship and all of it. Look, I think Fernando, since the suspension, you know, has really played everything right and done all the right things, and um, I think he deserves credit for that. It was a very tough year last year. That's not a secret to anybody between the injury, uh, you know, that was revealed in spring training and, and the suspension. He, he's done, you know, from that day forward when he sat in the dugout here at Petco Park, and talk to the media, and I'm sure that was very, very hard for Fernando. He, he's really done a, a lot of very good things, and he's played everything right. And it's been awesome to see him come back and be him, and especially here in the month of June. We read off the numbers, uh, how good he's been in the last 12 games, to now see him really go on a tear and do everything we know he can do from power to stolen bases to creating havoc on the bases in general to the glove to the arm he's a very very special talent and you know maybe we forgot a little bit by him not playing all of last season but man you watch him the last couple of weeks 
I mean, you're reminded of how special he is. And uh, I think uh, all Padres fans out there are very glad he's on their team and, and here for a long time. He's a very special talent, and he had a very special game here tonight. Let's take a look at the full out-of-town scoreboard, let you know what's been going on around the major leagues. Let's go around Major League Baseball and take a look at the scores you need to know from across the country. This is the Out of Town Scoreboard presented by Jensen Meat, where great taste meets integrity. Locally produced in San Diego since 1958. We take a look at the out-of-town scoreboard here tonight. We had a doubleheader earlier today. Braves beat the Tigers in both games. Braves beat the Tigers 10-7 in Game 1, then 6-5 in Game 2. Twins beat the Brewers 4-2 in Minnesota earlier today. Giants came back to beat the Cardinals 8-5 in St. Louis. Mike Kostremski, a two-run home run to tie that game in the ninth inning, then the Giants scoring three in the tenth inning to win it. Mets beat the Yankees 4-3 in New York in 10. Brandon Nimmo, a walk-off base hit in the bottom half of the tenth inning. Blue Jays beat the Orioles 3-1 in Baltimore earlier today. Jose Barrios took a no-hitter into the seventh inning in that game. Red Sox beat the Rockies 6-3 in Boston. Rangers over the Angels 6-3 in Arlington. Marcus Simeon, Corey Seager back-to-back home runs in that game. Shohei Otani also hit a home run in the loss for the Angels. Cubs beat the Pirates 10-6 in Chicago. Reds beat the Royals 7-4 in Kansas City. Astros beat the Nationals 5-4 in Houston. Marlins over the Mariners 4-1 in Seattle. Phillies beat the Diamondbacks in 10-4-3 in Arizona. Nick Castellanos, a sack fly in the 10th inning to give the Phillies a 4-3 lead. Rays beat the A's 6-3 in Oakland. So... The A's seven-game win streak comes to an end. And finally, White Sox beat the Dodgers 8-4 in L.A. at Dodger Stadium. So all in all, a good night for the Padres. They win. Diamondbacks lose. Dodgers lose. And just so you know, here is where we are with the NOS standings at the end of tonight. Diamondbacks in first place. Dodgers three games out. Giants five games out. Padres have picked up two games on Arizona the last couple of days. They are now seven and a half out. So look, the Padres have work to do. Seven and a half out. Still one game below 500. But no doubt they're playing a lot better. I mean, you get the feeling maybe, just maybe, the Padres are starting to click. And if they play the way they've played the last couple of days against Cleveland, going to be a lot of wins coming up this summer. No doubt about that. That's a look at the out-of-town scoreboard on this Wednesday. Let's finish up with our play of the game. What was the crucial play that helped decide the outcome of today's game? This is the play of the game. Presented by Bill Howe Plumbing, Heating and Air, Flood and Restoration. Because we know how. Base is empty now. Swings and skies one to deep left. Juan backing up on the warning track. At the wall. Gonna go! Opposite field shot for Juan Soto. And all of a sudden it's 4-0 San Diego in the sixth. Juan Soto, the third home run for the Padres here tonight. The solo shot in the sixth inning made it a 4 to nothing game. That's our play of the game here tonight. Really, he could have gone with the Fernando home run, the Manny home run, the Nelson home run, Michael Waka's outing. But we'll give it to Juan Soto, A, because I don't think we played that in the postgame after uh, the highlight segment, so I wanted to play it. And number two... I just thought it was important here tonight to see those three guys, Tatis, Soto, and Machado, all go deep. Because 
when you think about it, when you go back, think about last summer when the Padres made that big trade for Juan Soto at the deadline. This was the kind of thing you dreamt of. Tatis at the top of the lineup doing everything he did here tonight. Manny going deep, Juan Soto going deep. It's what you dreamt of. We never saw it because Fernando never returned. We know Juan Soto last year, beginning of this year, had his struggles. But to see those three guys all hit home runs, contribute the way they did, it just shows you the kind of talent this team has. And when those guys produce at the very top of the lineup the way they did here tonight and do it with power, this is a hard lineup to deal with. So for all those reasons, and just because we wanted to play it again, Juan Soto, his home run in the sixth inning that made it 4 nothing. our play of the game. Looking ahead to tomorrow, first pitch at 5.40 p.m., so a little bit earlier tomorrow, make note of that, 5.40 p.m. Our Padres uh, pregame show, Eco Water SoCal Padres pregame show, begins at 4.40. Pitching matchup tomorrow, it'll be left-hander Ryan Weathers on the mound for San Diego, left-hander Logan Allen on the mound for Cleveland. So a couple of southpaws going at it. In case you missed it earlier, it was you, Darvish, initially scheduled to throw tomorrow but the Padres deciding uh, earlier to mix it up a little bit Weathers will go tomorrow and Darvish now will pitch on Friday against Tampa Bay we found that out earlier so again Ryan Weathers for the Padres Logan Allen on the mound for the Guardians first pitch at 540 pregame coverage from Petco Park with me begins at 440. Taking a look at the final totals in game two of this three-game set here tonight. For the Padres, five runs, nine hits, no errors. They left on nine. For Cleveland, no runs, five hits, no errors. They left on four. Winning pitcher, Michael Waka, who improves to seven and two. He was terrific. Six and two-thirds scoreless innings. Aaron Savali takes the loss. He drops to two and two. Gave up two earned runs in just three and two-thirds innings. Time of game, two hours and 36 minutes. And the crowd here at Petco Park, four. 43,660 already the 24th sellout here in downtown San Diego this year. That'll do it for our post-game show here on the Padres Radio Network. Again, if you missed any of our post-game, you can listen to it on the Inside San Diego Baseball Podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you find your podcasts. For our great studio coordinator, Nick DiNucci, I'm Sam Levitt saying so long and good night. Again, the final score, the San Diego Padres 5, the Cleveland Guardians nothing. We'll talk to you tomorrow on the Padres Radio Network.